0: Writing Easy, the podcast about taking writing just a little bit easier. I am one of your hosts, Mary Mascari.
1: And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. So one of the things
0: that I wanted to talk about today is kind of how to start. You know, we've got a new year and sometimes people decide, they're like, I want to start writing finally. But it's kind of hard to know, like, where do you begin? Um, And so I kind of wanted to talk about that today, about just kind have of a boot camp kind of let's let's get started did you find that Melissa when you first got started where you said okay I want to write you didn't really know where to where to begin
1: I had no idea where to begin I think I just jumped in and started writing a story with like aimlessly with no direction no mm-hmm. idea what I needed to include I just had like a character and like a scene and I was like write this it's going to be a book yeah, and now what <laughs> and then yeah. you show it to someone
0: and you say it's brilliant right and they say well but no the quote i have for today is from uh, this Is this kind of a famous one from dorothy parker if you have any young friends who aspire to become writers the second greatest favor you can do them is to present them with copies of the element of style the first greatest of course is to shoot them now while they're happy and and it's it, just to kind of throw that out there that this is in the context where she was <laughs> talking about the elements of style so it was just a crack. It was just a joke. Um, uh-huh, not to say that uh-huh. you shouldn't be happy. <laughs> um, and to say that, you know, you are entering a world that can be a little fraught, but it's also really wonderful, as you can tell from our, our podcast. But I I, don't want to, I thought we could probably start to talk about just, okay, I want to write now. What? Um, I know when I first got started, one of my problems is I didn't know what to write. You know, like, I want to be a writer But I I, I didn't, like, I didn't have a great idea for a great story. I didn't know. Is this the thing? And of course, when I was starting off, I was sure that what I was writing was going to have to be the thing that would become Harry Potter. You know, like, it had to be the best thing. Not realizing that this is one of the thousands of things I'm going to write over my lifetime. But you don't, it's hard to think of it that way when you get started. Yeah. So one thing that I got was a book of writing prompts. And it was, it was like one a day. And I would just write one of them because I think part of what you need to do is I've heard something like that. Your first million words, your first 250,000 words, your first 500,000 words aren't any good. So you got to get those out of the way as quickly as possible. Just, you want to just build up those, that word count, that great giant word count as much as you can. Just get those going, um, in terms of, of writing stories. If that if fiction is what you want to
1: write. Agreed. I think that's crucial is to like, just get words on the page first. And yeah. And prompts help too.
0: Um, you know, because again, you're still like, well, yeah, but what kind of words, what do I do? Do I, cause I remember when I first started doing, I did uh, the artist's way, which is a book, uh, that sort of takes you through this program to, to stimulate your creativity. And one of the things that she has you do are morning pages, um, yeah. where you write freehand every morning, Uh, and I was like, I'll, I just, I didn't, it didn't seem to be getting out of it what everyone else was. Everyone's like, oh yeah, I do the writing pages. I feel so clear, you know, a huge difference right away. Story ideas come to me and I would just be like, "Uh, I'm just kind of writing what I did today. This doesn't seem to be helping, you know? So just, I think you might need a little more direction than that. Um, and so that's where things like writing prompts will help and, if you go on the internet and type in writing prompts, you'll find six billion of them. Um, and just find ones that you like. You can also do other exercises, like take a, take a book that you like and rewrite it from another character's point of view. Because uh, it's just an exercise, you're not going to sell it, you're just there for fun. Fan fiction absolutely counts. Yeah, It's kind of nice because it's, it's a little training wheels, because you've got the, the world of the characters already built. So all you have to do is put in the plot so it can be kind of a nice way to get
1: started. Yeah, I'm a big i I'm a big supporter of fanfic. I know a lot of people, there, there are a lot of authors who don't like it or they see it as plagiarism or playing in my world and I'm like, I see that if you're trying to make money off of somebody else's ideas, like yeah. in story and characters and universe, but for practice... Fan fiction is so great. The first writing I did was unintentionally fan fiction, and you will never guess what it was. <laughs> it was, it was uh, the most bizarre No, what was not You gotta tell me. I started by writing, like, these fan, like, scripts of soap operas. Because my mom oh, wow. and my grandmother watched soap operas, and over the summer I would see them watching it, and so I'd like sit in and I would listen, and then I would take the characters and I'd be like, I didn't like that, so like I would make up my own plots for okay. those characters and start writing them down, and then we would act them out with my Barbie dolls.
0: That's awesome.
1: So yeah, like that's perfect. yeah, you know it's and it's a great exercise for you because it's like you have these characters, you already know who the characters are and their their wants and their motivations and their tone and personality and you have this world that already exists so you don't have to get lost in those details you can just Mm -hmm. focus on plot and focus on conflict and focus on practicing some of those other elements of storytelling
0: my first big work was a um a script i wrote a screenplay to be a sequel to the movie hercules the disney hercules yes (laughs) with i had persephone in there it was pretty awesome but anyway yes fanfic is great um i used to poo poo it no more i see its value it's a great way to get started but let's say you're done with fanfic and you say okay i want to write i want to write something real i want to write something not real i want to write a bigger piece i want to write a book again shoot you what you're still happy
1: (laughs) what are you getting into
0: well i remember thinking to myself quite literally like i remember thinking i will i could never write a book a whole book there's no way But you can. You absolutely can. NaNoWriMo is kind of nice for that. It'll kind of get you moving along. You get that nice community. I hear, although I've I've never done it.
1: Yeah. They do have a lot of supports. Like, they have prompts. There's um, a couple of craft books around writing that you can buy even, you know. It's not like they just have materials for the month of November. You can buy their Mm -hmm. books and go on their website and get information all year long about how to write. And so... It's not just the act of writing those 50,000 words in 30 days. It's also – they also teach you how to write and give you a supportive resource for that.
0: Free, right? Yep. You buy their books. Well, you, yeah. You can buy the books. Well,
1: yeah. You can buy the books, but the website and all the materials and the newsletters, all that's free. That's amazing.
0: The other thing I wanted to ask about is uh, about when to show it to someone else. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't, just don't. No, no, that's not true at all. Um, however, who you show it to and why you show it to them is, it, is something to think through. You can, you know, you show it to your mom, and and she will be very proud of you. So if you want someone to be proud of you, then show it to someone who's going to be proud of you. Like I know if I wrote something and show it to my mom, and she'll love it, and she will. I mean, she's not even like trying to 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 lie to me. She like she legitimately will see it as wonderful. If I want to make it better. Then I would show it to other people, to people who I know know about writing, who are serious about it, and to say, I want to get better, but I don't know how, you know, but but I think one big reality thing that I always had was I would show it to people, and I expected them to be like, whoa, this is amazing, right away. It wasn't my mom, and when that didn't happen, I was pretty disappointed. You know, I think I, I would get like, oh, this is pretty good, but it's not like amazing, you know, it's like, or this is good, but not this, you know, they didn't. Say it sucked. No, I don't suck. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I was expecting a stronger reaction, and then I was very disappointed when I didn't get it. But I think something that happens is when people go to read something, who wrote it and how they feel about who wrote it is an indistinguishable part of the piece that they're reading. If you go to you start to read something and you know it's by one of your favorite authors, you will like it more. You just you will. You can't help it. So if this is someone saying, oh, hey, this is my buddy from work wrote this thing. My expectation is not that it's going to be amazing. And so I won't see it as as amazing, if that makes any sense. Do you think that does that make any sense? Am I I just
1: I don't know. I think it's my theory. Yeah, I think it does. But I think then on the flip side, it can also be a negative. So like I've had experiences where. Very early on, I've showed pages of a project that I'm working on to someone, or I've posted it on a um, community. There was like this online, uh, I can't even remember what it was called, but it's like this online forum where you you could post up to like 30 pages of your work, and then Mm you get feedback, and you get so many, and then people got credits, and they could use that for other things after they gave you reviews. And my... Um, like first four chapters got selected for like this high profile thing on the community and they had their like editor give feedback and it was really great feedback except that like it paralyzed me because I was like oh this is so good and now everybody has this expectation that the next four chapters are going to be just as amazing and I just Mm -hmm. hit a brick wall so I think You do want to be careful um, in terms of both who you show it to, but also not letting that get in your head so that you're Mm -hmm. not able to move forward, whether Mm -hmm. it's because they didn't react as positively as you wanted or because they're really excited about it. And now you're afraid you can't live up to that expectation.
0: Yeah, you can't win. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I think the first question that you have in your mind when you start writing is, am I any good? Um like the the questions are am i any good should i keep doing this and the answers are no and yes you probably aren't good yet and that of course not
1: but you should keep doing it the only way to fail is to give up i mean for me i i would encourage folks if you can if you if you have this sort of working style to think about finding a mentor finding a trusted advisor, paying for a coach, like whatever, like I took a workshop that was like three people. It was like a very informal thing at a published author's home. Like we met every week. It was six weeks. And she helped us develop our story, like our novel, um, do the outline, all of that. And then she read like basically the first 100 pages and gave us feedback. But that kind of Um, focused attention on my work and the structure like she had this like 100 page binder that she gave us with like all kinds of notes on craft and basically walked us through it and yeah I paid like $125 maybe $150 it it was like it was a lot of money to me then Um, but it was so helpful because I needed one-on-one attention and I needed more support than what I could get in a writer's group Um, Mm -hmm. but I, it was also like if you have the right person they know how to give really good feedback without dashing your dreams right so like you find yeah. the person that fits your style your learning style and how like you need to be motivated and, and inspired and if you need somebody who's going to tear up your your manuscript to pieces in order to feel like you're in the right yeah. direction then you hire that person or you you find that person yeah. to be your mentor
0: and remember you're learning a craft you're not Finding validation as a human being—you're not uh, proving anything to anybody. You're, you're just learning how to do a thing. And if you think of it that way, I think you'll be a lot, uh, a lot healthier. That at no point is uh, writing going to, you know, get even with the people who were mean to you in middle school. It's just—it's just not going to happen. You go in with that uh, aspect too. So that, that was a lot of trauma for me as well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And focus and, like, remember that you have – you're more than just one great idea. Like, I mm-hmm. just think that is – and I know you mentioned it earlier, but this idea, this belief that I've got this great idea. It's the next Harry Potter, and it's going to be amazing, and this is the only thing I'll ever write, so it's got to be perfect. It, that is not true. It's not the only thing you'll ever write. You have tons of ideas. You can practice with things. You can set it aside and come back. And so not going into this wedded on – I have to tell this story um, – that will free you up to really learn and develop and go through those 500,000 crappy words that you need mm-hmm. in order to find your voice and understand how to tell a good written story.
0: That's a really good point. Well, I, I think that's uh, going to wrap it up. I think that's all the advice I have to get right now. But if you've got any other great, wonderful pearls.
1: I mean, listen to great podcasts like Writing Easy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'll help a lot. The other thing is, uh, read a lot, too. That's, uh, that's the thing I was going to say. Read, 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 read. You can't write without reading. I mean, not just craft books. Read fiction books. Read as much as you can. Read voraciously, and that will help read and break apart the books that you're reading.
1: Yes, break them apart, read critically. Don't just read for entertainment though. I feel like a lot of people will say, "Well, mm-hmm. I've read all these books or I've seen all these movies," so I know how to do it. And it's like, "No, you need to break it down and understand why the scenes happened in the order that they happened. How did they mm-hmm. why did you like that character? What was it about their actions or their dialogue or their personality that you liked and how does that work? You need to break it down and understand the mechanics of what you're reading in order for it to help you develop as a writer.
0: You know, the painters, they copy the masters. It's the same thing. You're learning a skill, and so you have to understand it. Yeah. But you'll get it. Lots of people do. It ain't that hard. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I think we're going to wrap up for the, uh, for the episode. Remember, we're on some social things sometimes. Uh, if you have a moment and are so inclined, it would be great if you could give us some reviews on Apple Podcasts. You go into the library where you would, like, search for a new podcast, and that's – our listing there is where you would find the place to give a review, not in where you've got them listed ready to listen to, if that makes sense. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, writing is hard.
1: So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.